You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. I think we've gotten those announcements out of the way. So can we kick off? Today I just want to share with you how to elevate your life. How to elevate your life. Glory to God. Now, our scripture had been from Psalm 75, from verse 5 to 7. That had been our text. He said, lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. Now, from that first verse, it now looks like God doesn't want you to be on high. No, 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 that's not the point. He just wants to be involved. Amen. Are we together? God is not against your increase. He's not against your promotion. He's not against your lifting. He just wants to be involved. Amen. So he said, lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion, comment not. From the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. That means it comes from God. Amen. Verse 7. But God is judge. He put it down one and set it up another. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? He put it down one and set it up another. Now, the first thing I want you to see from this scripture, especially verse 6, is that the Bible says promotion. It's talking about promotion. Let me say promotion. That promotion is lifting, elevation, raising you, taking you from one level to the next level. Promotion. Now, if God believes that everything is okay with you, why is he promoting you? Amen. Hello. If everything is the way he already wanted it, why is he promoting you? The promotion means that wherever you are, as long as you have time, there is space above for you. There is a next level for you. So, but a lot of times, folks don't know that they have a role to play in fulfilling God's will. Or God's desires, God's intentions for them. If you look at salvation, for example, salvation is God's will, but we have a role to play. We have to believe the gospel. Amen. If we don't believe the gospel, the greatest desire of God for us is salvation. It will still not happen. But God has done his part by Allowing Jesus Christ to die for our sins. Am I communicating? In the same way, when it comes to your promotion, God is interested in your promotion. But you have a role to play. You have a role to play. You have a responsibility. 
Religion and just religious teaching made people think that if God wants something, then it will happen. If it didn't happen, then God didn't want it. That is totally untrue. It is unscriptural. Hallelujah. There are many things that God wants that have not happened. He wants it for you. They've not happened. And there are many things that God doesn't want that is, that is happening. Why will God tell you to resist the devil? Why didn't he say, I will resist him for you? Why didn't he say, I will resist the devil for you? He said, no, you resist the devil. He said, no weapon formed against you by the enemy shall prosper. Every tongue risen against you in judgment. He didn't say, I will. He said, you shall condemn. Now, if you don't condemn it, it will have an effect on you. Amen. Elevation requires you. Elevation involves you. Say it to someone. Say, elevation involves you. Say, promotion involves you. Yeah, your promotion involves you. You are needed. You have a part to play. Glory to God. Now, I, I think, I don't want to go back to some of the things we shared on Sunday. Where we're talking about how the psalmist said, um, He will exalt my horn as the horn of the unicorn. Amen. And then he said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. He's talking about promotion. Anytime you see the word exalt, it's talking about elevation, promotion. He said, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And in due season, he will exalt. Amen. The exalt. Where are you humbling yourself? It's not on earth. The exaltation also is going to be on earth. Amen. Am I communicating? The exaltation is amongst men. Now, in the Old Testament, God promoted people. He made common men kings. Amen. That's promotion. That's promotion. He made common men to become kings. He made them become rulers. That's promotion. When the Bible says he will be, take the poor out of the dunghill and set him upon the rock. What is he talking about? It's promotion. Hallelujah. I expect to be promoted. Amen. Now, listen to me. It's not just enough that there's a desire in your heart to be promoted. You have to know what role you ought to play. Amen. To elevate your life. Listen to me. This second half of the year, it should be elevation to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. Amen. Let me look at your neighbor. Look at someone close to you. Say, you will not meet me where you saw me last. Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes when you are on the process... Of moving to the next level. People around you think you're just talking crazy. You understand that? But if you don't even talk like that, you will never enter that next level. Amen. Are we together? You know the challenge with some people? They've, they are not yet agitated with where they are. They are still too comfortable. Are you understanding me? They are still too comfortable. That's why sometimes certain things will have to happen to you. It's not God that made it happen to you. But because it happened, God will use it to make you stand up and make the move you ought to make. Amen. I remember the story, that, that story, you know, is a story, a great one, of this fellow that was working in a restaurant, a fast food, I think. And he was loyal, committed. He had a female boss. 
And one day he did something wrong and the lady slapped him. A, a pastor that I know personally wrote a book titled Who Slapped You? It's based on that story. This, he said when she slapped him is when he realized he could be a CEO. That means that without that slap, he would not have come to that place. Are you understanding what I'm saying? There's some of you. May God send someone to slap you. Amen. May God allow someone slap you. Because if nothing like that happens, some, some of God's children will never rise up. They will never move. They will never move. Amen. You know, there are some people that the reason why they started going to get jobs and do that was because someone threw them out of the house. They were squatting for years. Squatting. And then someone threw them out. Then they realized they could do something about it. You know, your emotion. I'm going to talk about that shortly. Your emotions are important. Amen. And they're important that you use them right. Are we together? Let me read a few scriptures so that we can go on. How many of you want to elevate your life? Amen. Glory to God. And I tell you, because you are in this service, you will experience elevation in your life. In Deuteronomy 26, verse 18 and 19. You see, this is in the Old Testament. The children of Israel. Look at what the scripture says. And the Lord had avouched thee this day <laughs> to be his peculiar people. This is, these are children of Israel. To be what? His peculiar people as he had promised thee. And that thou shouldest keep all his commandments. Watch. His peculiar people. Now verse 19. Thank you. And to make thee how? High above all nations which he had made. The Bible says he, he, he put it down one and set it up another. He had decided that, hey, my people will be high. Everybody say high. High above what? All nations which he had made. Not some nations, all nations. If God tells you all, he knows all. You know, sometimes you send someone out to go and buy something. They say, I've gone to all the shops. Do you know all the shops? You don't know all the shops. You just say, I've gone to the shops I know. Amen. <laughs> but if God tells you all, he knows all. So he said, and to make thee high, to make thee high, above all nations which he had made, in praise, and in name, and in honor, and that thou mayest be an holy people unto the Lord thy God, as he had spoken. Amen. If God had a desire to make his people high above all nations, he has not changed his mind. Amen. He still wants his people to be high above all nations. Glory to God. How many of you know that the church is a nation? Yeah. You are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. Amen. We are a nation. So he wants us to be high above all nations. 
This was referring to the children of Israel, but it applies in the sense that that is how God sees his people. That's how God values his people. Amen. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. Why is this important? Because you have to, see, as a believer, you have to, it has to be morally right to you to experience elevation. Oh, are you hearing me? It has to be moral. You know, you have to see it as rights. You know, one of the things Satan did to a lot of folks, believers, is to make them feel that prosperity is wrong. Getting the good things of life is wrong. Are you understanding me? And listen, no matter how you're getting what you're getting, if somehow, somewhere within you, you feel that there's something wrong about progressing, it affects how you progress. Amen. It does affect how you progress. Most of the wealthiest men that have lived somehow, somehow believe that being wealthy is their life calling. Are you understanding me? They, they feel it, they, they, they will feel wrong to be otherwise. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Alright? They feel that um, they are doing good by making money for people. Amen. Are we together? It's just like the argument between capitalism and socialism. If somebody was raised in a socialist community where he believes that the good things of life should be shared equally for everybody and he goes to a capitalist economy, if you give him money, he will feel he's not supposed to be this wealthy. Are you understanding me? But someone that grew up in this kind of economy believes that it is good for me to have money. Amen. If I have money, it's not only me that will be happy. You too will be happy. Amen. And all of us will be happy. Amen. Are you listening to me? So you have to believe and accept that it is morally right for you to experience elevation consistently. If somewhere in your heart you're saying, Oh, only me, I'm only being promoted. What about these people? No, you can't feel that way. Listen, the higher you go, you have greater capacity to help many other people come up. Amen. Are you listening to me? So it has to be morally right to you to experience elevation. And that's why I'm showing you scriptures that God wanted his people to be high above all the nations. So that desire for elevation is a holy desire. Tap your neighbor and say it's a holy desire. No, no, you didn't hear me. Tell your neighbor, say that desire for elevation is a holy desire. Glory to God. Am I communicating? It's a holy desire. Now, Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. It says... And it shall come to pass. I've actually written a book on this. The book was published 1998. 21 years ago. Amen. It was titled Rising to the Top. So a lot of memories on this scripture. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. To observe 
and to do all his commandments. Now God was talking to his people. Watch. The outcome of this, he said, which I commanded this day, that the Lord thy God will do what? Will set thee on high. Again, above all nations of the earth. If God is giving you something, it means he sees it as rights. Amen. Amen. It's not the children of Israel that came to God to say we want to be set on high above all nations. They are not the ones. The, the thought didn't originate from them. God put that thought in their heart. And through this word today, he's putting that thought in your heart. That in your business, you can be high above. You know, if you read down in, in Determined 28, where you say, you say, you shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above and not beneath. Have you read that scripture before? What was he talking about? What is he talking about? He's talking about you are a high flyer. Are you understanding me? God wants you to be a high flyer in everything that you do. How could you on earth it is even unjust to the unbeliever that you have divine capacities and you are competing with people with natural capacities and then how will they win? Amen. How? Sometimes I play games with my children. What's the latest Mortal Kombat now? Uh, PS4. Um, they are PS4. The Mortal Kombat, yeah? And they are better. So sometimes I will say, hey, don't do your special stunts. Let's just, let's just normal. Yes, Anna, normal. Because they know all the moves. They know all the moves. You understand that? Down, down, up. You know? Forward, forward, back. Are you understanding me? Before you know, you are gone. Yes, fatality and all that. So, I'll say, that's what I'm trying to say. Let's just play normally. Are you understanding me? You know? With no divine capacities. Are you understanding me? <laughs> no divine attributes. Don't throw me any fire. Just Let's just fight. I don't have the time to sit and start learning all the, all the special stunts. That's their, that's the, it's their time. You understand that? You know, so, but that's how it is. That you have all the, spe- all the stunts in business. And then an unbeliever is winning you. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. He can't throw fireballs. You can. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding me? So, are you getting what I'm saying? Say, I'm a high flyer. Say, I'm a high flyer. Now, this is not based on natural abilities. It is based on the spiritual and supernatural abilities within you. You put them to work. Now, the first thing to elevate, if you want to elevate your life. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 12. I'll read verse 2 and um, somewhere in verse 7. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you sure you are ready for this service? Paul 
Paul was writing, he said, I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago, whether in body, I cannot tell, or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God know it. Such a one caught up to the third. Sorry, verse 1 I was supposed to read. Thank you. Thank you. Verse 1. I made a mistake. Let's read together. I want to go. It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. I will come to what? Visions and revelations of the Lord. Is that, is that plural there? A vision plural. Is it? Uh, did he say I will come to a vision and a revelation? He said what? I will come to what? Visions. And what? Revelations. That means there are more than one. Go to verse 7. Verse 7 he said, Unless I should be exalted above measure, through what? The abundance of what? Of the revelations. Amen. Then he said, what, was, what happened? There was given to me what? Alright, that one is not for you. Amen. Glory to God. Paul had abundance of revelations. That means he didn't have just one revelation. You want to elevate your life, elevate your revelation. Elevate your revelation. Jesus had to tell his disciples. He said, unto you it is given to know the mysteries he said, to them it is not given, but to you it is given. That revelation means that the unfolding of the mysteries to you. Amen. The mysteries of the kingdom. There are businesses that have their trade secrets. That means that they always use it as an advantage to win over their competitors. Are you understanding me? For us in Christ Jesus, your revelation is your trade secret. Amen. Am I communicating? Yeah. So people wonder why certain things don't happen around you. It's because of the light you have in your spirit. You know, the thing about this is that all of us are saved by Jesus. But all of us don't have the same revelation of Jesus. Amen. Am I communicating? There are some people that the only revelation they have of Jesus is as the one that saved them from their sins. That's all. But some others have revelation of Jesus as their physician. Are we together? As their healer. Some others have revelation of Jesus as the provider. That's why if you read through even in the Old Testament, you see that God seemingly revealed himself by names. The names simply meant the revelation that individual had. Are you understanding me? About God. So, Joshua had a revelation that made him believe that the sun could stand still. Amen. Are you with me? And the Bible said before that time, no man ever made that demand because nobody imagined that the sun could stand still. Amen. 
that he told the son to stand still. It had to be a revelation he had. Glory to God. It had to be a revelation he had. Before, before Moses, nobody had the revelation that a sea could part. Am I communicating? But Moses had a revelation of God. All the time he had been going up the mountain and coming down. Amen. He had seen something about God that everybody did not know. Glory to God. And he parted the Red Sea just by stretching his rod. I, I, I pray that this year you will raise your revelation. Amen. There is more in God. In 1 Corinthians 2, it talked about the deep things of God. Amen. The deep things of God. The deep things of God. You know, sometimes you walk with fellow believers that try to make you understand that. Do you know God can do this too? Oh, you know, there are things that people... Job, the last, I think the 42nd chapter there about of Job. He said something. He said, I have heard of thee with the hearing of the ear. That means God is mighty, I've heard. God is awesome, I've heard. He said, but now my eyes see a thee. That means now I have revelation. Amen. Lift your hands and say, Lord, give me revelation. Of who you are. Of what you've made me. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Revelation. Why did Paul tell them to pray that prayer? That the eyes of your understanding may be lightened. That you may know the hope of his calling. That he will give, grant you what? The spirit of wisdom and then he said, and revelation. Ephesians 1.17. And revelation in the knowledge of him. That means that with more revelation, there will be greater accomplishments. Revelation. lowers the limitations you experience. That's what happens. The more revelation you have, the less limitations you have. The more revelation you have, the less limitations you have. Now, I'm not saying the more revelations you have, the, the less troubles you have. You have troubles, but you will win. Amen. Revelations will make your afflictions look like you are playing. Amen. Am I communicating? That's what happens. Revelation makes your afflictions look like a joke. It looks like they are playing. The affliction didn't intend to come and play. But the way you handled it. Are you understanding me? It's revelation. Elevate your revelation. Praise the Lord. Paul said, abundance of revelations. Amen. Abundance of revelations. I had more revelation. Paul even prayed a prayer one time. He said, he said that I might know him. Amen. That means more, more. Put up 2 Peter 1 verse 2. 2 Peter 1, 2. Read it with me. Want to go. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through what? The knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. That's revelation. Hallelujah. So, elevate your life. Number one, by elevating your revelation. 
Some people have lived longer just because of the revelation of communion. Amen. Are you with me? Some people have lived longer just by the revelation of the name of Jesus. Some people have, have, have preserved their families just by the revelation of prayer. Are we together? What do you understand about prayer? Some have done better in life just by the revelation of honor. Praise God. Honor. Revelation of service. A lady was sharing with me, she's a pastor's wife. She was sharing with me, she said, service to God changed my life. She said, every major thing that happened in my life, I understood how to break into it through service. You know, I know that sometimes people criticize some other people, you know. No, it's not like that, it's not like that. Please stay with your revelation. Amen. Some people have just understood the place of worship. Novel Hayes, a great minister of God, he passed on in his 80s. Awesome, awesome minister. Oh, I think early 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Between 88 and 92. You know, awesome minister of the gospel. Word of faith. He, every major thing in his life was a product of worship. Amen. He understood worship. Amen. Alright? Worship. That's the revelation. Hallelujah. There's a man of God called Apostle Benga. Yeah, as you're hearing the name, that's how it is. And then the son name is Igbafe. I'd not met anyone as at maybe 2001 in my life that had such an aggressive revelation of giving. Most of the body of Christ and the churches you know operating at that level is the grace from Apostle Benga's life. Someone said it this way. said, the only two things Apostle Benga knows Speaking in tongues and giving. Amen. <laughs> Those are the little things. There's this testimony he shared. I heard him I sat in his meeting, he shared. His daughter had been ill for a long time, and she was just life was just ebbing out of her. At that time I think he had only one child. I don't know if he has more now. And he had laid hands, he had spoken words, he had prayed. It didn't look like her life was getting better. You know, that kind of fear had setting in like, this guy is going to die. Then he came in. Now, Pastor Benga is a, is a man of means. Amen. Are you hearing me? He's a man of means. So he came in and took all his suits. I'm not talking about the suits they bought under the bridge. You know, there are suits. And there is suit. <laughs> Amen. He gathered all his suits and went to sue them. When he came back, the girl was jumping and dancing in the house. 
totally healed. She couldn't stand up. Now that's his understanding. It's a revelation. It's not, I'm not, they're not saying it to you so that you can't do it. No, it's a revelation to him. Praise God. When we were in secondary school, I had a brother. We were in the same house, in boarding house. He was a set below me. He was a fervent believer. His great inspiration. Most of what we're talking about spiritology, that brother was already practicing some of those things. I'm talking about from three, from four. Maybe we were like 13, 12 years old. So, in the boarding house we were in, I don't know how people do boarding house today. My boarding house was just like a maximum security prison. You know, it's just that we're not in chains. Are you understanding me? Uh, yeah. But flogging was part of it. The seniors flogged the juniors. And there were a lot of brutality. So they had this senior that always used to, sometimes just for fun, he would just call the whole house. I was in honor house. He would call the whole house. Boys, fall out. Who oh, fall out. Lie down. He starts flogging from the first that's senior dormitory. Senior dormitory has from JS3, which is from 3 now, to 6, SS3. And he's in SS3. Sometimes he flogs his mates, if he feels like. So, we, we, we know, you don't know when they will flog. It could be anything. So this brother, why well, I'm telling you this story. He will come and lie down and stand up after they flogged him. So I said, how do you do it? He said, I speak in tongues and set my heart on the scriptures. I don't feel the pain. GS3. That was Revelation. And there's no time they flogged him that he cried. And they're flogging him for what he didn't do. He didn't do anything. Are you understanding me? He didn't do anything. Right now. We just stay still. Then stand up. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> he had to apply the supernatural to survive. Some of us changed from body house. <laughs> Praise God. Elevate your revelation. Tap your number say, Elevate your revelation. Glory to God. That thing that makes you tell somebody. Hi, I remember we were in um, university and um, we needed a, pay, a document. I went to tell the story. There's a part of it I can't say. But we needed a document from our department for something. 
it was going to affect us if we didn't get it. So we went there and they refused to give it to us. They felt they didn't have a basis for us to make that demand. And it was crucial. We had to take, get that letter that week, if not. So while we're there, the fellow said he was not going to give it to us. I told the lady that was with me. She was my classmate. I said, come back tomorrow. He will give us. <laughs> she, she had never seen somebody talk like that. She said, eh? I said, come back tomorrow, he will give us. As I left her, I was with my books. I didn't go to the room. I went into the bush. I was going deep, deep, deep into the bush. Far, 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 far. The way I was thinking, this is what I was thinking. When God will hear my voice, from where there is no human being. <laughs> yes, and he will ask the angel, who is talking from that part of the earth? <laughs> oh, when I got there, I cried first. I said, how can? Then I started praying. All of a sudden, it was no more a feeling of weakness. It was now I entered my command. Are you understanding me? And I started making declarations. There in that forest, in that bush, I decided what was going to happen. Settled it. I came out from the bush, went to my room. The next morning, listen, this thing works. Amen. It works. In the next morning, I went to the department. I just walked here. The lady, I came, greeted him. We were there yesterday. He told us no. I said, uh, I greeted him. He said, hey, what again? I said, I came for what we came for yesterday. Um, you have a letter ahead from the department? He said, yes. I said, let me see it. I'm a student too. He brought it out. This is like the, what they call the department secretary or whatever. He brought it out. I said, okay. Um, give me a copy. Give me one. Original one. He like, like was hypnotized. He gave me. I took it. Then I said, I will go and type the letter. Then I will bring it so that you will stamp it with the distance stamp. He said, okay. I went. The girl was wondering what was happening. We went. Now, I've done this thing more than once. We went. I was the one that wrote the letter from the department. It's me that wrote it. We grant the students. I wrote the letter. Drafted it. They typed it. After typing it, because he gave us letterhead, we did, they printed it. I brought it back to the, the man. Enter, greeted him again, dropped it, he stamped it. I said, thank you. Collected for myself and her, we went. He didn't talk. Elevate your revelation. Elevate your revelation. Elevate your revelation. There are dimensions that are available to you. Use them. Amen. And there are dimensions. They are available to you, but you've never ever attempted to walk in them. Walk in them. Amen. Hallelujah. Lift your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. I consciously yield myself for higher revelations in the name of Jesus Christ.
if you study the Bible, you will find the Bible teaches us progression in revelation. In the lives of individuals. Alright? You will see that, oh, this happened to this person. After this happened to him. Look at Stephen. Glory to God. Look at Stephen. Later they told us he was full of faith and of power and did great wonders among the people. You look at the book of Acts. It starts by saying that um, um, uh, you shall receive power. They receive power. With, then later I said, with great power. That means they operated on a higher level. By the time you get to Acts 5, it was great grace and great power. We will experience great grace. Great power. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Elevate your revelation. Make up your mind. How does this happen? See, there are no two ways to receive revelation. No? It's not hundred ways. There are not hundred ways to receive revelation. Amen. Stay with God's word. Stay with the spirit of God. You will know more. Amen. Am I communicating? The more time you spend with God's word and God's spirit, the more revelation you have. Simple. Anybody that hangs around the word, <laughs> something happens to them. You hang around God's word, you hang around God's presence, something happens to you. The longer you stay with God's word and God's spirit, the more it impacts you. Are you listening to me? Just that's how it happens. You hear Ken Copeland's testimony about how he got all Ken Higgins tapes. I believe he was the one that went to the um, office, Ken Higgins' office, and went in to say that they should take his car and give him messages. They said, please, we don't even need this car in front of our show. We preach prosperity here. We don't want to, this kind of car in front of our office. Can you go somewhere and pack it? We'll give you the message free. You don't need the car. He took those messages and for some days or weeks, locked himself in, kept listening to it. He came out a different man. Are you listening to me? You will come out a different man. You will come out a different man. A.A. A. Allen. How many of you know that name? Awesome miracle working evangelist. Was a mentor to Shambak, R.W. Shambak. A. A. Allen wanted the power of God in his life. But he had a problem. He didn't have the discipline to follow through with what God was leading him to do. So several times he would enter and tell his wife, I want to go and pray. I'm locking myself in. All right? I will stay there until I hear God. After a while, he will come out. He said, are you not praying again? <laughs> He's not praying again. So this time, he told his wife, lock me in. You lock me in. Don't open for me until I have heard from God. That means if three days I've not heard from God, leave me there. People of God, that's the kind of desire. Amen. That gets something done. Amen. The wife was saying, you will come out just now. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> you. You might even be shouting for me. I will, I, you will go back to your father's house. <laughs> you know that some Muslims always stay there. You will soon go back to your father's house. <laughs> See, I'm sure the wife, the wife was like, you will come out. He said, no, I won't come out. And he went in. He stayed in that place. He was fasting and praying. Until God spoke to him. 
He came out with revelation. Amen. When he came out, everybody knew that something had happened to him. Listen to me. In these seasons, you will come out or you will come out. The Bible told us that Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee and the fame of him went out. Let me tell you, neighbor, elevate your revelation. Say again, elevate your revelation. Glory to God. That's key to elevate your life. The second thing to elevate, elevate your information, knowledge. Your knowledge, your information. Now, I'm not talking about just scripture. Amen. Elevate your information. Some people don't know what's happening around them. They don't know what's happening around the world. Jesus took time to ask his disciples questions so that he could keep tabs on what was going on. He said, whom do men say that I am? Amen. (laughs) Jesus, we know he could read. How do we know? In Luke 4, he went into the synagogue and found where it was written, the Spirit of the Lord God, and he read it. So Jesus could read. Amen. (laughs) He could read. And he knew what was happening around him. One of the times he asked the fellow a question. He said, when the, because there was a natural disaster in the time of Jesus where, um, a couple of folks died. Uh, a, a pillar fell on them and they died. So Jesus said, those people that died in the pillar, is it because of their sins that they died? That means, he, that's in the news. You understand that? It, it came up on channels. Are you understanding me? And he read or heard about it. Am I communicating? How did Jesus know about Zacchaeus? Praise God. I'll give another inf- uh, listen. Just to, I just want to make you understand that it's important for you to be aware of your environment. Amen. Amen. Jesus, you know the story of the centurion. If you read one of the accounts, the Bible told us that one of the reasons why Jesus followed him to his house, they came and told Jesus that this man had built a synagogue for us. Amen. You say, eh. okay. <laughs> Are you understanding me? So they gave him information. This guy, he built a synagogue. Elevate your information. Read. Know what's happening. Some people don't even know how to open a bank account. You are saying the billions are coming. Where will you, where will you, where, where will you keep it? Amen. Amen. How could you be above 18 and you don't have a bank account? If you're here, you are 18 and you don't have an account, go and open an account tomorrow. Go and collect the form. Listen, there are some things that happen. They will only happen when you step out. Are you listening to me? 
There are certain things that will never happen until you take the first step. Go to the bank, ask them for account opening form. Collect it first. Take it home and be feeling it. The, the 3,000 or 5,000 naira you need to open the account will come to you. Amen? Well, I don't know anybody, but I won't be surprised. Are you with me? Okay? So, when we're declaring, oh, I receive money, there's a place for the money to come. Praise God. Elevate your knowledge. Because when you elevate your knowledge or information, you have the opportunity to elevate your skills. Are you understanding me? You can do more. How could you be an adult? In this generation, you don't know how to use the computer. Hello? You have a phone. Even at the bus stop, you're asking somebody, what should I press in this one? You know, if someone, if somebody is 70 and above and doing that is not a problem, you know, you say, oh, he's old, you understand that? But now, you're, you're 30, you're 25, you're 28, you're 32. You don't know how to use WhatsApp. And you're not, you're not bothered that you don't know. Hey, man, something's wrong. Amen. Something's wrong. Praise God. You don't even know how to do transfers on your phone. Glory to God. You know, let me tell you how the world is going. What seems to be a big deal now where you have network here? There will be a time where there is nowhere there won't be network. Hello? I'm talking in this country. There's nowhere there won't be network. Praise God. There's nowhere. So you you may have grandparents in the village. When they want to order chewing stick, is there, they will have an app for it. Yeah. It's, it's, not, see, it's not something you can resist. It has come. <laughs> Are you understanding me? Yeah. So, elevate your information. Are we together? Elevate your information. Elevate your information. So, we don't even know what's happening in Port Harcourt. If you want to even start a business and you don't even have the right information, you know, uh, there's something that happened to a missionary. He was praying and it has come to his heart to go to a community to preach the gospel. They started preparing for over a year. Buying things, accumulating things. It's, it's an island somewhere around the Ecuador. You know? Somewhere there. So they were preparing themselves, buying things over a period of time, raising money. When they reached, there was nobody on the island. People have left the island nine months ago. Nobody is on the island. No, because they didn't have information. 
there was some issue in the island. Everybody has left the island to another place. So imagine after all the expense, they landed with their helicopter. Nobody was there. Are you with me? So you can't even do God's will for your life without information. Amen. Amen. Without information. How do you start a business? Where do you register it? How do you patent your special knowledge? How do you, you know, there are many things. Elevate your information. Did you get that? For sake of time, let me just go over them quickly. So what's the first one? What's the second one? So to help me tell your neighbor, elevate your information. Glory to God. Tell the other neighbor, elevate your information. Number three, elevate your expectations. Some people have low expectations. Amen. Who am I? I'm just a little worm crawling around in Port Harcourt. It's so sad to see believers that don't have great expectations. Listen, why should I believe God for what I can do? Amen. (laughs) Amen. Why should I believe God for what I can do? That I can do it. Then why should I believe God for it? If I have the ability to do it, I shouldn't believe God for it. Are you listening to me? Why should I believe God for it? I was telling you a young man one time. I said, how would you know that God was the one that did it? He said, I said, no. If, If you ask for something, that you cannot do. And then it's done. You will know that it's God that did it. Amen. Amen. In this life, I don't want God to just help me. If I don't have a golf, golf, as long as the engine is not smoking, I don't have problem. I don't even want automatic. I don't even want automatic transmission. Manual, I'm okay. What am I? What is the automatic in my life? And you think, <laughs> you know, when people talk like that, you know, you just look at them. What, if anybody talks around you like that, ask what has gotten into you. Get it, that's Satan. Get deep behind me, Satan. And then people get offended when someone says, um, I want to buy, you know, that street in Jerry, where that school is. I want to buy the street. Say, my friend, there's something wrong with you. Don't be angry. Is it your mouth is using to talk? My shop is going to be the biggest shop in River States. Talk your own. Amen. It's just like where someone on, 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 on your Facebook page, you post one awesome thing. I am the best. So now post and say, don't be proud. Go and paste your own on your page. What's your business? It's my page. Anything I like, I put on my page. I have my page, you have your own. 
10 or so. You have your page. I have my page. I, I, I used the, I, I corrected this one time on our WhatsApp platform. It's just like in my house now. I post a picture in my house of the kind of house I want to build. Amen. All the countries I want to visit in this world. I posted them. Or I wrote just something, you know. Then you come to my house and I say, ah, you don't like it. I didn't come to, I didn't put, hang the pictures on your wall. Amen. Go and, hang, go and hang your own poverty on your wall. Go and hang your sorrow and your pain in your house. Amen. Your frustration, hang it on your wall. But my wall is for phenomenal things. Next level things. Greater days ahead. Success upon success. Massive results. Are you understanding? Eye-popping testimonies. Ear-tingling testimonies. You understand that? So, elevate your expectations. I challenge you here. Take your elevations a notch higher. Amen. Amen. There's a lady I used to know. She was our friend. She always used to say, you know I'm not beautiful. So, ah, anyone that come I will take. <laughs> you know, that's what she always says. Why will you talk like that? Why? <laughs> Why will you say so, so, such things? So there are some guys like that. That's well. Who am I? <laughs> Even if the sister looks like a brother, I will take. <laughs> After all, half is better than no. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Tap your neighbor and say, no way. No way. No way. No way. So, listen to me. Elevate your expectations. Elevate your expectations. You can walk in a bigger place. You can own a company. Amen. You can live anywhere in the world you want to live in. Glory to God. Next year can be a year you are flying from one country to the other doing the thing that you want to do. Elevate your expectations. Listen to me. Don't allow experiences and your failures lower your expectations. Don't allow your failures and your experiences, negative ones, lower your expectations. After a while, you don't want to do much again. And let's just swear. You know, we tried this thing before. We tried this thing before. Look at what happened to Simon Peter. They told all night and caught nothing. What Jesus was teaching him, teaching him was, hey, hey, never lower your expectations. If not, you know, Simon said, well, 
these days we have not been catching anything. You understand that? We are the non-catching things, people. Are you understanding me? We are not, we are not catching anything. We are not catching. Jesus said, look, take your nets. Lower it again. Cast your net again. Let down your nets for a drought. That means, lower it again with expectation. Amen. That you failed yesterday does not mean you will fail today. Am I communicating? You know, if you failed and because of that you stopped, how would you know whether you will succeed if you don't try? Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? How would you know? (laughs) So he cast the nets and then all of a sudden, beyond his expectation, people that experience beyond their expectation are people that still are tempted after failure. Amen. Some of you tried to go to school. It didn't work out. Go again. Amen. You go again. Go again. Look at your president. Contested first time. Contested second time. Cried and contested third time. We thought he would not contest again. Out of nowhere. He contested again. And won. And now he's having two terms. Are you listening to me? Elevate your expectations. Tell your neighbor, say, my expectations, they are rising. And they are rising. And they are rising. And they are rising. Glory to God. Elevate your expectations. Listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith to faith online.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message of faith.